so welcome to another edition of Suburban Bourbon. This is still season two, coming to a close. Episode seven, we are at the Whiskey Bar at 2767 Euclid Heights Boulevard, here right in Coventry. And we're very, very excited to be here tonight. Tell them why, Joe. That's right, I mean, first and foremost, uh, we have Jay Novak here to talk to us about one of the most impressive collections of whiskey. It is. In all of, like, not even just Northeast Ohio, anything I've ever seen. So we're excited to hear not only the story about how this started, but also, you know, how do you even come by all these bottles right. and the experience you have here at the whiskey at the whiskey bar. So uh, first of all, the owner. That's yes. right. So uh, <laughs> thanks for having us, Jake. So I'm very glad that you guys stopped by. And uh, I'm going to tell you this story, how everything started. I'm in restaurant business for the... 17 years and then last seven, uh, seven years I had an epiphany for the whiskey bar and uh, I didn't have anything like that in mind I want some sidekick as whiskey was already in and I'm maturing I'm out of uh, clubs and, and anything like that now I enjoy more something like this and then I was thinking maybe I should open something I can enjoy it and make it useful and I had a godfather, he was a little older gentleman and he had a lot of experience with scotches. Yeah. And then we started with 50 different bottles. And uh, after that journey took us right here. We started in the basement and then because we are experiencing bourbon renaissance, yeah. uh, Demand was bigger and bigger, and then we were forced to search for the bottles, use all connections we can get, a lot of whiskey representatives, buy whatever we need to buy to get particular bottle. That's how it works usually. And uh, selection started, how I said, with 50, then next year was 150, then 200, 250. It's a process. Uh, and some bottles we are able to repeat. Sometimes we just have it. For example, this uh, Old Forester birthday bottle, uh, 12 year old. That was one of my favorite bourbons since COVID hit. Unfortunately, we weren't able to. Is that the birth the birthday? That's, that's we, what we had some of that down in uh, Kentucky. So we can't get it though. <laughs> yeah. So we were at Justin's House of Bourbon. Justin's House of Bourbon. We went at Louisville, and that was one of the four bourbons that we tried at a tasting. And why did we try it there? Because you can't get it. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that you cannot get it tastes even better. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if it's for real, it's just illusion, but that's how it is usually. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, we expand uh, from the basement, we expand to the first floor, and we are running both floors. Of course, after COVID hit, we are a little slower with the basement operation but we are getting there hopefully after new year will be again full force this is a phenomenal and first of all i love this the the uh the name of the place the whiskey bar perfect it's right to the point <laughs> and and i had heard of of your uh of your place didn't quite know where it was and after quite frankly driving here especially if you're on the west side or it's really not that bad i mean we you basically go like you're going to the Cleveland Clinic and you just keep driving That's right. and it's here right here in Coventry. It's really not that bad of a drive and, and it's worth it. There's a lot, a lot around in the area too. We do have a lot of uh, customers from all over. They are coming from different cities around because we do have that selection. Sometimes we have calls 
do you have this? We said yes, and then group comes, they enjoy it. I mean, the reason why selection is that big, because that's what we do for a living. I mean, that's Sorry. our focus. We have super low selection with beer and wine, and super low selection with tequila and vodka, but, but, <laughs> <laughs> but we do have whatever we can in a whiskey world. Yes. And it's not only bourbon or American whiskey, there is you know, Japanese, Japanese I mean, really Indian, Taiwanese, yeah. Irish, of course, Canadian, uh, you know, Scotches, of course. Uh. And you brought up that bourbon, you know, the bourbon renaissance, which we've experienced. The bottles that we used to be able to get, now it, it, you either can't get them or it's, you know, super difficult to find. So is bourbon your best seller out of all the whiskeys or what would you say like when you look at uh, if you want me to be really, really honest, oh, we want uh, for the house, the best profit is scotch, but definitely we sell more bourbon than anything else. So more volume, but, but when it comes definitely. down to pure dollars. That's right, pure dollars. I mean, uh, probably the clientele for scotch is willing to pay top dollar, uh, right. but the masses are looking for bourbon. Yes. And, uh, and even the Scotch guys are trying bourbon, uh, uh, what I see lately, because it's just in more and more. Uh, wasn't like that from very beginning. I mean, was going in that direction, but we did sell a little more Scotch, let's say first year, than today. Today, definitely bourbon is the, is the best seller. I was surprised that we did a show at a Japanese steakhouse and uh, in the Rocky River, Sakana, and uh, tried a lot of the Japanese scotches and whiskeys yeah, yeah, and i was surprised they taste a lot like scotch a little smoother though I mean, but in my opinion but yeah yes, i mean it was yes. it's interesting you know uh, uh, japanese they did copy scotch yes. operation yes, yes. 100 years ago or i don't know exactly when but in that time frame they copied the scotch operation you cannot copy the thing 100 percent because you know everything matters water oak yes. Everything yeah, matters, yeah, like a food. That's, that, that's right. And then they, they, they have this Japanese product. I mean, we know Japanese are very precise. Yes. Whatever they do, yes. they make it good. I mean, they, some of them are really, really good. Uh, now, maybe I shouldn't really point, but you know, I can tell you for the money, which one is really good for me. Yeah. There is no really rules in a pleasure, but you know, for the money, this guy here, uh, Mika from the barrel, little higher proof, little stronger, but full body. Uh, it's also good maybe for the bourbon uh, drinkers to try it, cause won't be as different. And it's interesting, cause that's what we found is that certain Japanese whiskeys taste more like bourbon. A lot taste more like scotch, but varied levels of it. So. We really went down that path of trying a number of them, and there's a lot of there's a lot of similarities to Scotch, but we definitely saw instances where it was very bourbon-like. And it, and it seems like bourbon too. Um, we've talked about this before as well, and you've probably experienced this. Where you know early times is a great example. You know early times bourbon. It's not expensive, but it's a good bourbon, right? Just like wine, you could find a good bottle of wine if you really like it, thirty dollars, or spend five hundred dollars. But it's, I think part of the fun of bourbon now is finding those, you know, unique, we'll, we'll go different states yeah. and just say, what's, what's the local bourbon here? Let's pick one up, you know? I mean, to, fair, to be fair, I mean, the classic, we went to Buffalo Trace during the bourbon trail this past summer and 
they had Blanton's. And Blanton's you can't find at any liquor store. But the fact that we were able to get it at cost, and, and, it's, yeah. one of, and it's, a, it's a great drink in bourbon. Of course, for the money, yeah. Yeah, of absolutely. Of course, for the money, yes. Absolutely. So, have you always liked bourbon? Actually, actually, uh, now, <laughs> now, if I'm gonna be brutally honest, I, I, I like also scotch. Yeah. Uh, you get spoiled very easy. Now, I'm not drinking scotch on a daily basis, yeah. but uh, the problem with these uh, things, when you try good, good, good stuff, yes. then uh, stays in your memory, and it's hard to go down unless you have to. You know what I mean? Uh, but whatever is aged, I can tell you one thing from my experience. If it's aged, then it's good, regardless oh. what it is. You can drink a rum, you can drink a whiskey. If it's, let's say, 20 years old, there is a lot of flavor. There is a yeah. lot complexion is just, just good. And uh, like everything else, you know, if you put love in it, then it's good. Uh, can be this or that, can be great rye whiskey. Yeah. You know, if it's aged, yeah. it's nice, it's good. If it's balanced, if, you know, whoever is the master, he, if he did good job, this is it. There is no really, really, really rule. Sometimes you can have a lot of 10 year old, which is not expensive at all. It'll be just a couple bucks more than a mass production and will be great bourbon. For example, Eagle Rare, 10 year old for the money. You have a great bourbon. It's funny. I was one just playing. Well, it's one of my favorites, and I was. It's always the example I give. Thirty-five bucks, I mean, and, and for thirty-five dollars, you can't beat it, you and it's such a quality bourbon. That's why I point this one. Japanese. I mean, they are a little pricier. This one is around, let's say, seventy or eighty dollars, something like that. I mean, for the money, you have high-end drink. Yeah. It's not for the daily basis. For celebration, yeah. and full body, you have feeling like you know you are drinking really, really, really good. You know, it's funny you talk. You talk about aging too, um, and I, I, for the record, I have not bought my own because I, I'm too cheap. But you know, I'll have a shot of Louis. You know, you Louis the Thirteenth. I can't afford it, but I, I've had people buy it for yeah. me, and it is. I didn't like it at first, but then as I tasted it, now I have that taste in my mind. I'm like, this is, and you can, to your point, it's old, and you can taste the that age in it. The thing is, you know, it also takes a little bit of time till you adjust. Yes. You know, yes. When, 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 how, how I said earlier, my godfather who who was with me in the beginning, uh, and he, he showed me some of these aged ones and they were super expensive. I didn't like it, the fact that they are just that pricey. I really hate them in the beginning because I was the main investor, he was just a face. <laughs> and then, then when I give him checkbook and then he brings just one box of whiskey and spends thousands of dollars. I mean, my, ha my curly hair goes straight. <laughs> and then when I tried, I was really, first disapp was disappointment. I said, what? I, I don't think that's really worth it. And then with the time, when, when you try different things, then you, you start yeah, to appreciate. And those things are, the, the aged ones, they are not for the daily consumption. Agreed. They are for, you know, celebration, yeah. for yeah. the special moments, special groups, That's special, right. you know, environment. And then you sip on it, you enjoy it. You also eat a little bit, you drink water, and you just enjoy it. I think the Louis, I think part of it, the mystique is you can't even touch the bottle. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. I mean you, you can even sell, the thing is you can even sell the empty bottle. You can sell the empty bottle.
So, so let's ask you this question. So, you know, somebody is uh, looking to go out for the evening on the weekend. Tell us why they should come here to the Whiskey Bar. I mean, uh, first of all, we are super unique and that's what we do for a living. If you want to try good whiskey, this is the place. Because we can walk you from $5 to $500. That means you are the boss, your budget or your curiosity will guide us. And uh, if you are comfortable to spend $30 for a flight, we can hook you up probably with the, probably with the high-end yeah. bourbon. But you know, if you are willing to pay $300 for a flight, then we're gonna probably hook you up with the high-end scotch. And uh, you can also have a you know, super lower and drink yeah. if you are in mood for it. Sure. We do have great cocktails and our cocktails are with specific uh, bourbons for specific cocktail. For example, our old fashioned is always with Buffalo Trace. I saw your well, yes, yeah. your well bourbon is Buffalo Trace and Four Roses. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> and Woodford. For the, for the mules, let's say Kentucky mule, Buffalo Trace is for the old fashioned, then and you we, Woodford rye. the Woodford rye will be for the Sazerac, then the Bullet rye will be for Manhattan. We also have, you know, high-end uh, vermouths. Uh, for the cocktails, uh, Noe will tell you a little more specifics yeah. about that because he's mixologist. But every little detail matters. And uh, it's very, very important that everything is balanced. And uh, we are trying to be as professional as we can because this is what we do. And it's funny because those are really great. Like when you talk about just mixing bourbons, those are are, are some of the ones that we always go to when we're mixing a cocktail. I mean, you can drink them on their own, but they're no, definitely sorry, great no, for we, mixing. We had process first year where we were trying different things sure. for different cocktails, and that was basically most voted. Yeah. You know, uh, most of the customers, most of the old-fashioned guys, they prefer this particular version. Right. We also offered a couple different bourbons in the beginning just to, to test the territory and the old-fashioned guys, uh, over 50% was for the Buffalo Trace, and then we stick with that. Now, these specific people, they will try to mix with something else, which will double the price of the cocktail. Uh, but I think uh, whatever is original, you should stick with it. And then you can experiment at home or somewhere else, and always try whatever is standard in the yeah. house, because it's not just from one person, it's from the, you know, from the clientele. Exactly, and you've tested, you know, right. you know it works based on that's client response, right. so. That's right, that's right. And we, we've said it everywhere we've gone, Jay, that, um, and, and we're excited to meet, meet uh, your bartender, because good bartenders matter, right? I mean, you, you, get, you get bad cocktails, or they make it too strong, or it doesn't, I mean, you know, that makes a difference, and especially, to, and, and I think, you know, kind of building off of why you come here, I get a very friendly vibe, people can walk in, you don't have to be an expert, Right in bourbon, you could say, "Hey, I want to try something new." That's Lady, ladies might want to come in and say, "You know, experts." That's why, yes. and we yeah. help. There is a lot of knowledgeable customers for sure. There is probably some they know more than me, <laughs> but they don't know more than me and Noah together. That's right, and uh, and. Uh, and tell us about the cheese plates. I mean, I'm yeah. looking at this. This is fantastic. We we are too small. We didn't want to cook. Even we have a hood, and we have one more floor, but we are a little tight. We are 
specialized in this cocktails and we are trying to always uh, go with the flight option where you can get uh, pretty much 70% of the poor for the half of the money. You buy three and it will be one ounce instead of yeah. ounce and a half, yeah. but you pay half price. Yeah. And then we have special days where there's extra discount on, on Wednesdays, just, just for the whiskey lovers who wants to explore. And uh, cheese plate is very important because to be able to tell the difference properly, especially when you have a flight, you should drink water and eat something. Right. We didn't want to offer just the crackers and, and stuff like that. We add a little bit of prosciutto, you know, peppers, sun-dried tomatoes, yeah. Yeah. olives, uh, and uh, then your experience is much better. Absolutely. We, we went down to a, a, a tasting at Angel's Envy yep. and they actually had chocolate, which I never thought about because I always associate that with wine. But cheese and meats and chocolate, all those things, to your point, bring out the taste. Yeah. But you know, for the, let's say, whiskey lovers, if you're going to have tasting, we charge for the cheese plate. But if you are, you know, drinking, yeah. if you are drinking little, little higher shelf, yeah. then, then it's complimentary. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, if, yeah. if you are spending a little bit of money, then, sure. of course, we're going to, you know, supply you with something like that. So what, it, what has been the hardest, like in recent times, is there a bottle that's been very difficult to get? Old Forester birthday bottle uh, is out of reach. Uh, the reason I'm, why I'm complaining, because before I was able to get even a, a case of it. Uh, now I cannot even get hands on one bottle. Pepe was always a problem, but you know, that was no problem. Now we have a couple of bourbons, they are just disappearing uh, and they are super hard to find. I don't know what exactly is going on. I'm hoping, Hope, hope actually dies last. I'm <laughs> hoping that it will catch up with the time. We'll see. Weller Foolproof has been another one that's been hard to get. So we, we did have two bottles uh, yeah. uh, this year, but looks like this is it. They I'm, go fast too. They go super it's fast. Really good bourbon. Yeah. It's a really nice bourbon. I'm, uh, we were lucky to get Weller 12. Yeah, I saw we that. We saw that's that. It. That's what he was saying. I, I actually, I had my eye on that when I was looking at your site. We, we were lucky with that, but uh, I mean, we, you know, uh, from time to time we get hands on something good but you know uh, awesome. there's always something coming oh, yeah. well that, that's a that's a good point you're you're moving stuff yeah, that's right. yeah, and it's kind of and so you come in here i think it's another great point of why to come here is you come here one month come back that's the following right. month you might not even see the same whiskeys well, necessarily So before we meet your bartender, yes. we'd like to do um, a, a, a small, just you know, a small taste of something that you yes. like. Yes. What's your favorite? Yes, uh, I'm gonna give you one scotch, and then we're gonna go to the. I'm gonna give you this uh, Japanese, what I was saying, and then you're gonna pick one bourbon. Right. This is my advice for the scotch, for the bourbon, and nice. for the Japanese. Very nice. Only problem I didn't bring glasses. But you know, take your time with it. 
make sure you sip on it, make sure you put something in your mouth, you eat a little bit, drink water. <sighs> this is so sweet. Do you smell it? Not yet. And then, uh, oh, enjoy you're right. Guys. <laughs> Isn't that good? Oh my God, give me, give me a fist bump on that one. That is good stuff. That is really good stuff. And you wouldn't know that was 100 proof. No, that is smooth bourbon. Not cask drink, but definitely. No. Usually has more heat when it's yes, 100 proof. Yes, yes. And that is a very smooth oh, bourbon. good stuff. And you're right, it's definitely got a sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. Bourbon. We're gonna have to get a bottle of that. I know. Is that pretty, not, is that pretty available or not? Not really. Not, oh. not. Jay, you're killing us. Is it? No, no. Sorry. It's reasons to come back to the east side. To, um, we have to come back to the whiskey shop. I know. Whiskey, the whiskey bar. bar. You were in the restaurant business for a long time. What's that experience like compared to I mean, to the, being to owning the whiskey bar? I think uh, it's all depends on, on on individual. If you do something, what? gives you joy at the moment doesn't really matter what it is when i was little younger that restaurant business is it's hard work it's a lot of work it's seven days a week but i did enjoy it and i did work for years because i like the scene then for example when i started family when i started to having kids then i saw that it's not really attractive for my lifestyle anymore but i did enjoy my decade very much i was partying and making money and having time and you know interact with people was super nice and then you know little kids are coming little different preferences and this is more unique i never really want to have a bar bar where you need security and you know we wanted something specific Just sit down and relax. And right, yeah, yeah. Right. You know, when I hit my 40s, then I, I changed the yeah. gear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all do, Jay. We all exactly. do. So we're going to try our next pour. What are we having for the second drink? We're going to try Japanese whiskey. This is Nika from the barrel. Will be full body, little stronger, but smooth. Proof is a little higher. And we've had Nika before. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know. That's what was the I'm one excited. we had? The coffee? Was we that? had the, the one that is right there. Yeah. Coffee malt or grain. These are most of the time you can find in the store. This is... Mm. This is a little better... And there's one more secret about this bottle. It's good stuff. All you could taste the cut. You could taste the Scotch influence. Yes, of course. But it's not. But to your point, it's, it's exactly. Yeah. I think for a bourbon drinker, it's this is a, a good, good balance. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely will be much easier than try something else from Japanese world. But uh, I think the odd look from the bottle, uh, they didn't sell enough, and this is the only whiskey which didn't go up with the price. They stay, they even lowered a couple dollars, I believe. I didn't pay attention 100%, but I think they're a little cheaper than they used to be. And they're, it's a great drink. Honestly, I, I, I'm really still in awe. When I say great <laughs> bourbon selections, yeah. now you've set the bar <laughs> higher than almost everyone, because there aren't, I would love to actually see like who's got, a, who's got more bottles this than is, you. Yeah. 
Well, he has unique bottles too, which is really cool. That's what I'm saying. It's not about volume. It's yeah, like literally yeah. discrete bottles. You can't beat it. We, I had in mind to, to put it as a library, but not for reading, just for... <laughs> <laughs> so that was delicious. We're going to move on to our third and final uh, uh, drink of Jay's Flight. And Jay, tell us a little bit about what we're going to be drinking. This is going to be a scotch now. Uh, this is scotch. We are drinking Isla scotch. It'll be Lafroitan. Uh, Sherry, oak, finish, and uh, ten-year-old. A lot of flavors, yes. but very, very different than uh, first two. This is one of your go-tos. Uh, I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, just take your time with it. Don't judge it on the first yeah. sip. Take your time. Drink water. Just sip on it. Don't hit it. And, Cheers. Uh, sniff it. That is good. It's a lot of body to it. You know, it's not overwhelming. It's just, it's, it's very aromatic. A lot of taste to it. It is a lot of taste to it. And I think you brought up a great point, which it's like, it's, don't just judge it on the first. That's right. Don't just judge. Take your time with it. You're right. It almost gets, I mean, I hate that it's almost, there's a little sweetness to it and a little uh, smooth, yeah. And very smooth for the 10 year old. I mean, you know, it feels like a super high end drink. Good stuff. I like it a lot. That is really good. You said it's, it's almost a little smoky to me. Yes, yeah. And that's, yeah. I mean, it has the scotch, all, all scotch is that peaty taste. So that, that's especially, it, right? Especially Isla scotch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially. But it's not overwhelming. It, no, it's what, not. What, what turns me off to certain scotches is when it's overwhelming. I'm like, you can't get past it. Yeah. And you can get, and, and yes, there is a peaty taste when you first taste it, but you, there's it, other flavors come out. Yeah. And Jay, you're exactly right. I think having some food with it as well and just getting your taste buds going. That's right. Take it easy. Maybe, you know, you can even sip on for 15, 20 minutes. Nothing is wrong with that, you know, to, to have an ounce of uh, good scotch for a little bit of time or any whiskey. Lafroig 10, definitely. This is the special edition of the sherry. Sherry oak finish. And how, and so when we talk about accessibility, because I feel like you've got the inside scoop on accessibility of whiskey in general. How accessible is this? Uh, Regular Lafroy 10 will be very accessible. This particular one is not. Another reason you have to come to the whiskey bar. That's right. Jay, Jay is setting us up with the most hard to get. He got us hooked now. We're hooked now. All this. And, and Jay knows. So Jay's like, well, you got to come back and have some more. I told you the problem. You know, don't go too high too fast. Take your time. You know, every decade you move one thing. Because the problem is when you go up, it's hard to go down. And then there's no place to go up. And it's super costly. I heard a quote one time. They said, "They said when you when you fly in a plane, and you're trying to come up in life, you know, you get your job. Fly first class, because once you do, you're going to want to do everything you can to earn enough to always fly first class." <laughs> so Jay, we can't thank you enough for all your hospitality, 
Um, you know, the, as we said earlier, the vibe we get here is a friendly vibe. You could be a bourbon connoisseur. You could be somebody who doesn't know anything, just wants a nice, quiet evening out. Yeah. Or, it, or you could get the J flight, which, quite honestly, between you, between bourbon, Japanese whiskey, and scotch, is a winner. I mean, and the, what we just and Jay and Jay's hook is you can't get this anywhere else. You have to come to, to the whiskey bar. But here at uh, two seven six seven Euclid Heights Boulevard, right here in Coventry. Um, just a great atmosphere, a uh, basement area, and then a upstairs area. Come here for a cocktail. Come here for just a, a nice uh, bourbon. Jay or, or one of his folks here will set you up and tell you what, what you can drink based on whatever your budget is. Exactly, and I think that's part of it is that you have a selection. Mm -hmm. And in, outside of the, the great, you know, friendly vibe that you get here, but you have the ability to have bourbon straight or you can that's have right. cocktails. That's that right. We, we, we reference the well bourbons are way better than most well bourbons. And so, and it's all done with purpose. So we can't thank you enough, Jay. This thank is fantastic. Thank you very much. You, uh, we do educate our customers and, you know, guide them based on, the, you know, budget or situation or whatever they like. We can, we also try to advertise new things to try because, you know, more you try, then you can, more you explore, you find more details. Or sometimes you end up somewhere you thought, you don't belong, but there's no rules. I'll tell you what, this is a hidden gem. Because I I, if you haven't been here, you need to stop, stop out by. here. There's, Absolutely. We, we literally have, we love bourbon. We've seen a lot of bourbons. We've never had Remus and there's, as I look at this wall, we've got some homework to do. That's right. <laughs>
So at this point, like I'm very uh, proud to say that I'm, I'm one of the longest bartenders that I know before Mixiolis came around. Like I started like really back in the 90s. I have worked in, uh, I have lived in six countries, 16 cities, and I have worked in, uh, for the food industry in New York City, uh, four cities in the United States. Also, I worked at one time for Princess Cruises around the world, working behind the bar. So I became a wine sommelier 20 years ago, and then I kept going with my career. And because I just like knew back then, then I will, I always want to be working behind the bar. So that's when I started uh, learning a little bit of everything. So I started as a whiskey sommelier. Uh, so I never finished my all the way down, but I, I got it stuck right on the center. What exactly kind of gave me the confidentiality to uh, to know about like pretty much all the theory behind whiskey. You know how you can make whiskey from different grains. What's the uh, characteristics of so many? And in my uh, career, I ended up uh, I ended up living in Ohio and meeting Jay like three years ago and now uh, since since then I've been here for already uh, two years. I was gonna say yeah so so what brought you to Ohio? So of course uh, my wife she's a music therapist. There's always a woman involved. <laughs> she uh, she uh, we moved here and um, and I work in a few places before the pandemic and then now here at the whiskey bar. Okay. So, so being, you know, sommelier in, in both wine and, and almost finishing it, but going as far as you have in both, that's amazing accomplishment. What, you know, are there similarities and, and which do you prefer when it really comes down to it? So, on whiskeys, definitely I, I love all the bourbon sweets made out of corn, but also I'm very impressed about scotches made out of barley. All of them, they're gonna be a smoking peat on the back, but on the front, very different uh, profiles. So there's very different whiskeys that you can use, honestly, as a remedy, uh, even for temperature, for anything else. Uh, so yeah, that a whiskey definitely will warm you, will cool you, it will make you forget like whatever happened during the day. And we have lots of them, you know? In a way, you know, having spent so much time around the world, really, mm -hmm. do, you see, do you think whiskey is, I mean, clearly very popular in the U.S. Is, has it gained, you know, popularity outside of the U.S.? Maybe not necessarily bourbon per se, but just whiskey in general. Whiskey in general, yeah. Whiskey in general, I mean, like in the Europe, it's like more than 500 all and the U.S. is like more than 200 years old, yeah. right? Like, uh, and of course we're impressed what they have and they are impressed with what we have over here, right. you know? Like sure. if, if you go to their country, to their bars and see like the seriousness they, they put to have a bar with all these very, very famous high-priced scotches, right. but all sorted on the bar, they have some of the you know, the stars of the Bourbon War, and they're very impressed of like, you know, everything what has been accomplished to make high profile whiskeys, you know? Just a little absentee. So what drink is the most popular? What cocktail? Every single person who walks in the door, I always like walking through the menu and I tell them that 
are old fashioned made with buffalo trays. It's one of our high eyes on our menu. It's hard to get. This is the provision style recipe. So this is how like everything started 200 years ago, right? Now uh, the cherry model with the orange that was very famous in Bond's, James Bond's movies like in the last century, but that really happened like 100 years after. This is how you started, all right? So that's uh, one of our highlights. The other one, it will be our Manhattan, made with uh, our good for right. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and try the first cocktail. I'm going to go with the Manhattan made with Woodford Reserve Rye. So again, Manhattan's, I mean, not many are made this Smooth well. stuff. And I love this, the, the actual martini glass that you give. It keeps it so ice cold. Mm -hmm. That's it. This is an. This is actually something I haven't seen, and that's and with the Wood, Woodford Reserve Rye. That's right, Woodford Reserve Rye. This is definitely one. This is ice cold. So I'm going to try the Sazerac, and I have to admit I've not tried it with the cognac before. I've usually had it with the bourbon, and then the coating of the glass with the absinthe. So this is going to be interesting. That, now, how much absinthe did you put in? Did you coat it or did you put some in? No, 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 no. I just, uh, I would say like a table um, yeah. teaspoon. Yeah. This is really good. It's not overpowering either. You know, it's just a smooth, a very smooth, refreshing drink. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And I saw when you were making it, you were smacking the orange peel. So what was, what was... So I've never, seen, I've actually never seen that either. Yeah, so yeah. I like really to twist the orange or anything. If you just slap it, it will release all the oils. Of the fragrance, That's the a orange, good trick. You know? That's a very uh, good on trick. Top, yeah, on top of the so it's functional and cool. So we're going to try the old-fashioned now, our last drink, and we have a very special taster. Our guy behind the scenes who helps us, Jim Blakeless. That's right. Uh, Jim doesn't want to talk, but we will allow him to give us his first impression. We'll interpret of this. what he We thinks. will interpret him. <laughs> but Jim is a bourbon enthusiast, and this is one of his favorite drinks. Very good. Good Excellent. stuff? Excellent. Jim Blakeless approved. Exactly. Would you need you to say more? Right, a mixologist is a, is another level that that you definitely are, and it's and you tell when you the, you know how the time you take in and how precise these drinks are. This, these are fantastic cocktails. Well, and the fact that you've worked on a cruise ship, I think you said, you have definitely worked with demanding customers. <laughs> so 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 I would I would suggest, all kidding aside, you know it, it's it's a good experience to come to a bar where somebody knows what they're doing behind the bar. And by the way, recommend. a sommelier and whiskeys. That's right. I, mean, I know that you said you didn't complete it, but you went way farther than anyone of, ever yeah. does. And that's, it's not just understanding how to make the drink, but you know the science behind it. That's and, right. And, and everything that's involved. So that's, uh, that's pretty amazing. So, you know, as we sort of wrap things up, let me ask you this, uh, Noe, what, what, what would you tell people when they're trying to figure out a place to go for the night? You know, maybe just the guys or maybe the couple what, what would you say about the whiskey bar why would you come here 
give it give us a try definitely you won't be um you won't reg regret it this is a great place if you don't know uh what to order what to drink it's perfect you know you're in we have more than 500 choices we can tell you what and uh, pretty much what all, all the time we tell people like i try to like find out like if that's the first time walking in and because sometimes I, I see people like they walk in and they ask for a martini and I was like ah you know like right away I, I, I know that they just got here by mistake but sometimes I just like start talking to them start to find out what exactly what they need and if not I like to walk them and pretty much the, the, the way that I walk them is this wall is beautiful all of them are whiskeys we have it goes from a transition from sweet on your left to a spice in the center to a smoky on this side so that means that top to bottom you left you're gonna find all the sweet whiskeys made out of corn from the sweet transition going into the spicy everything in the center is made out of rye and finally in this side in order to be a scotch has to be from scotland made out of barley and that will be the smoking one what you can do on the fly you can do uh excuse me so what you can do on the fly you can do one of each and see the difference between them right but if you already are uh, a bourbon aficionado you can choose three different bourbons and have fun all three different rides or discussions whatever you like you know uh, bottom shelf is going to be mass production mass production means like two to five years and then it keeps growing so top shelf top top dollar that's how it goes we have everything from five dollars all the way to five hundred dollars a shot in our collection we have french japanese irish canadian indian english domestic so we have a little bit of, of everything and you have me then i can tell you what to drink you know how to invest your money so that's a win-win you know so again the whiskey bar you have to check it out 2767 Euclides boulevard here in coventry just in Cleveland Heights, just a great experience, nice vibe, um, great great area, park, pull up, walk in, enjoy yourself, meet Jay, meet uh, Noe, and you'll have a great experience. I was going to say, just ask for Jay or Noe, and they will take care of you. This is a, a the options are, are, are almost endless. I, I honestly, the selection that you have is, is off the charts, but we can't thank you enough. This was, you know, the hospitality great vibe in here and obviously you guys you guys know your whiskey so thank you so much Noe. thank you appreciate it thank you thank you it's a pleasure thank you. thank you and just remember uh subscribe to suburban bourbon on youtube we love people who visit the site and watch our videos but we also want you to subscribe it helps us and helps us uh, do more than what we want to do oh that's right one more thing subscribe <laughs>